Hello everybody, this is Albert Diaz from the Financial Road Trip and today I have a very important guest. His name is Dante Crosa, he's a financial professional. Dante has helped hundreds of families achieve financial independence and today Dante is here to share all those tips to help us reach that goal. So Dante, thank you so much for thank making you, thank, time and coming over here me. and join us. I hope that everybody is as eager and anxious as I am to learn from this person right here. Dante, just tell us a little bit about what are the basic things on when you are analyzing a family, what are the, the main goals, what is the main focus, what are the main concerns of everybody? Yeah, um, thank you all for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, I would say the first thing that you need to have, even in your financial life, you need to have a goal, you need to have a dream. Believe it or not, more than the present, you need to have an objective for the future. And, and you need to have that. Because once you have a dream, then you have a reason to do it. And wow. the dream can be dream can be your kids, dream can be your retirement, dream can be... But the first thing you need to have towards your financial in future, positive financial future independence, you need to have an objective. You need to have something that moves you. Once you have that, then we can talk. Then we, now wow. we can discuss that. That's, that's deep. I don't think I have heard, you know, people correlating dreams with your actual financial goals, but that makes uh, total sense. So in order for you to put together what are the dreams for each family, mm -hmm. what are the main areas that you see that everybody has a problem with and what in your experience uh -huh. you, you like to focus first and then say, hey, this is the first thing that we need to do. You achieve it, this is your homework, and yes. then you keep moving because I believe a financial advisor is like your your teacher like your doctor you go and check with them once a year you go you have doubts you go and check with them and then they're gonna give you a prescription or they're gonna give you homework yes so tell us a little bit about that perfect uh, I would say that achieving your goals is a journey so so therefore to to understand what components the journey have also you need to have like it says faces you are not gonna solve all the problems at once but once you understand where you're going, and that's the most important thing, then you can go back to the today, to the present, and there are six areas that you need to analyze. Uh, the six areas are key, six. <laughs> uh, those six areas are key because those are basically determine the structure of your plan. And let me give you an analogy that I always use. Imagine that if you wanna go to a place, if you wanna go to the movies or a party, you use a GPS, isn't it? Well. Wouldn't that be great to have a financial GPS? Wow. Such a doesn't exist, guys. <laughs> oh, really? No. <laughs> I was already going to look at it. Where can I download that application? <laughs> the closest thing you might have to that is a plan that actionable plan, isn't it? And that plan is to have those six components. Are the first and the basics of all any financial plan is managing your cash flow. And cash flow is king. And cash flow is simple. It's how much money comes in, how much money comes out. Only two ways to increase that. You either spend less or you make more money that's it so and many people are sitting in front of the solution and they don't see that because they're in front of the problem that's why we come and help so that's cash flow so that now how do you increase the cash flow by reducing debt obviously you need to work in that area uh, there's a huge the cancer in america other than the health cancer is the financial debt that people have isn't it the bubble of education debt and, and all credit card debt and all that affecting people. There are many people who have more month at the end of the money. And uh, what we help people do is to structure what's the most efficient way to pay off their debt. 
I do believe after 15 years of, uh, and thousands of families have helped him, many people that every single person can get out there on their own. Not everybody's willing to pay the price though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So Everybody's like, I want to do that, but they're not willing to put up the work. They're not willing to give away uh, the, your outings, your dinners out. It's little things that can affect your cash flow. You're, you're totally right. Yeah, that's and, and information. Yeah, and I've been watching your videos your, your, in, in YouTube and habits. Man, we are our habits. So the habits we have in the financial side also will determine the future in that sense. So, so far we have two components. We have the cash flow, and you need to have a positive cash flow to have future. Then you need to, the way to reduce, to increase that is yes, you need to have uh, control your debt. So if you have a positive cash flow, you can build an emergency fund. An emergency fund is key. You need to have money for the rainy days. That's the famous rainy day fund that your mom used to tell you. Now, let me ask you something. Uh -huh. We have touched a, a little bit briefly on uh, emergency funds. Mm -hmm. Now, in your experience, how much is enough to have in your emergency fund? Is there a rule of thumb that m maybe our audience can follow? Wow, that's that's a very. Uh, let me give you my criteria, isn't it? I would say that a lot has to do with how much risk you are willing to take. I think that three months emergency fund is old. I don't think it's gone. If you have a, two people in the household working at the same time, and they work in different industries, perhaps you have three to six months. If you have only one breadwinner. I think six months will be the minimum. I'm a conservative person, so in the sense that I think I guarantee you, if you have a year of emergency fund in your in your bank account, you sleep better. And by the way, emergency fund is not having all the monthly income. It's the how much money you spend on a monthly basis that cannot be negotiated. You need to pay, buy food, you need to pay off the mortgage, and all things. So basically, perhaps if you make say six thousand dollars a month in your bank account. Perhaps you only need to have 4,000 a month to survive, isn't it? So basically, what's the rule of thumb here? If you both work, I always like to see between three and six months. If there's only one breadwinner, and in Houston we have an issue here in Houston, people who used to work in the oil and gas industry, people were out of job for years and years and a half. And I gotta discuss later the effect of not having that and how that can affect your investments too. So three to six months minimum, my recommendation is I like to start between six months forward. And by the way, you don't need to eat the elephant at once. You can do it in phases. But I guarantee you that that might change your life someday. So it's a great financial net and it will help you sleep better. Yes. So guys, you want to sleep great? You want to have a confidence that your family is protected even though something happened to your job? Uh, that's a great tip. That's yes. an awesome tip. Yeah, I haven't seen the first family that fights because there's more money in the bank. <laughs> it's normally the opposite. And that's why that simple concept, while this is thriving to do that, will help you create a foundation, isn't it? So we talk about cash flow, we talk about controlling your debt and eliminating that, and then you, you build your emergency fund. So those are three that control it today. The fourth ele element of any plan has to do with risk management, with protection. And what is that? What if I die today? Uh, what if I cannot work for a year, for example? The, those disability, long-term care, and life insurance are three components that are key. Many people receive some of them through their jobs, but the key aspect here is that, and I'm not gonna focus on life insurance, perhaps, at this moment, because I think the other two can be minimized by other effects, but life insurance is key, is that 
first when you have life insurance you need to ask yourself do I need life insurance not everybody needs life insurance however by the way so the question to that is that if the way to calculate or to assess if I need that is to what is my economical value and you can get complicated or you can follow this advice use what is called dime dime is a rule that uses the first letters D stands for debt how much debt you have the bills keep coming where you're here or not isn't it and when you marry someone, by the way, the first thing you marry is are the debts. Sorry for saying that, but that's on my wall. Guys, if you're single, you're about to get married. Just get a, get a credit report, guys. Same case. Uh, I'm happily married, but it's true. The emotion and the common stake like Texas, you have that. Second thing here is that E stands for income replacement, and that's that's a very interesting aspect here. Is that first you need to ask. Do my family need the income I'm bringing to the table to survive? And many times that has to do with kids. If you have kids, perhaps you want to have the smaller the kid, the more years you need to have in front of you. The rule of thumb is 10 years when you have kids. Obviously, if you have a baby, perhaps it's 15 years of, of that, of your income replacement. If you have two husband and wife, spouses that make more or less the same, type of, that maybe that gets minimized. When you have one that makes a lot and the other one, the one that makes the most is the one that needs to have more coverage, isn't it? Okay, that's, that's interesting. Now, for example, I just have my baby. She's four months old, and of course she has 18 years until she goes to college. So do I need to co plan myself for 20 years? I would say 20 years. 20 uh, years. I would say 20 years. Just to make sure that if something happens to me, she's guaranteed to go to college. Well, of course, I need to have a proper evaluation and analysis to know what my 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 dime yes which i was there in the in the eye okay great that's good, good information and, and, and by the way things change isn't it you can be self-insured if you have assets you might not need that much but what i'm saying with that is that the, the, this rule here is, is i gotta discuss here but you need to have a specific assessment in each case is different isn't it so d-i-m m stands for mortgage and um, the idea of mortgage is you need to have the money you want to have the money to pay the mortgage you don't want to pay the mortgage why? Because still it's cheap money. You can get other leverage. And the last one is E for education. And education is if you want to send your kids to a school, to a good college, and you want to help them with that, you, it might be a good idea to, to basically to have that. My wife has a joke on that. It's kind of dark, but it works. It says that I have a 16-year-old. I have a 28 and a, out of the house of the payroll, but still have a 16. And she always says, if we're alive, she's going to go to a good school. If either of us die, she will go to Harvard because we have the provision. Is that it? That's a that's a great uh, example. <laughs> that's awesome. So guys, remember, it's dime. D I M E. Debt, income, mortgage, education. Yeah, that's great, and that uh, goes around your four area of analysis, which is the risk management. Yeah, protection. exactly. And, and you can make it complicated, but. Something that concerns me sometimes when people have no idea why they have $7,526 of life insurance. You need to have an idea of how that is. And by the way, that changes with time. You might need more, you can need less based on your reality. And that's something that you can model and you can control, by the way, isn't it? Wow, that's great. So imagine a financial advisor is telling you four areas you need to focus just to get your foundation ready. Isn't that correct? Yes. Okay, and now from there, we start growing. Exactly, the foundation of, if you want to build a tall building, you need to have a strong foundation, and those are the four areas that we talk about. Cash flow, debt management, emergency fund, and risk protection, isn't it? At that moment, then let's start saving for the future. 
By the way, you can do all at once, but there's a priority to it. And investing to the future has to do a lot with how much money you want in the future, how much taxes you want to pay, where are you going to live, what lifestyle you want to have. And then you need to select what tools you have available in your case. If you have a retirement plan in your job, what is the right approach towards that? Do I need to have Roth IRAs or IRAs? All these things, I'm not going to make any recommendation because each person has a different one. But you need to have a holistic approach towards investing in the right place. Investing in the right place. Yes. And what is your approach of diversification in that area? Uh, wow, that's interesting. Uh, and there are different philosophies here, isn't it? Uh, many people say do not put the, all the eggs in the same basket and you need to diversify. But diversification has many components here. And my experience is that some people get all the assets in just one class. I, do, I don't believe that you need to have all the money in investments, by the way. I don't believe you need to have all the money in real estate. I think at the end of the day, you need to have a portfolio. Initially, you need to develop the muscle in savings and investments. And then you need to have a, uh, an investment that will react to what happened to the marketplace. Uh, the market will go up, market will go down. So no, all the strategies work all the time. So it's the, you require more dynamic approach towards investing. It used to be simple. It used to throw money to an, a mutual fund and that's it. Not anymore, guys. There's a lot of volatility in moving parts now going on. Wow. That's, guy, that's why you need a financial professional. Reach out to one. Guys, I say it every single episode. If you do not have one, reach out to me. Reach out to us. We're going to put you in contact with someone in your area. Uh, at the end of the episode, we're going to give Adante's contact information so you will feel free to contact him. And I'm going to put that in the spot today. Wow. Dante, were you able to give us something for all the audience who is watching us? Well, yes. I, I will say that um, if you're interested and, and you comment on Albert's, I'm willing, I also am trying to help Albert here, and you like Albert's video, the first 10, 15 people who could comment on that, I will provide it with a free financial guys 10 15 people comment below and you're gonna get his help and you're gonna get his it, yeah. input he, you're gonna be able to pick up his brain just re remember what he just mentioned you need foundation you need to build you need to diversify but not everything fits to everybody that's why you need a financial professional so he can analyze and tells you hey you know what this is where the, the these are the right basket for you and these are all your eggs we're gonna put them in this format exactly and, and by the way you don't need, I'm in Texas but you don't need to be in Texas I, I can basically help you globally in that sense uh, at least in the United States and so basically so far we have built the foundation and we're saving towards the future and the idea of the, the risk management is that if I don't build enough I have the, if because in money there are two risks you die too soon or you also leave your money isn't it so the next one I want to open with that the, the, the last step after investment is estate planning and estate planning uh, has a connotation that you need to have a lot of money to it. And ideally, of course, you want to have that problem. If you do a great job and you do all that, Albert, you want to make sure that the money goes to your daughter and not to Uncle Sam. That's the kind of problem that I want to have. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you agree with me. Yeah, but sometimes it doesn't need to go that way. I, I always put it in a very simplistic way. Sometimes it has to do with, with your will, and the will is not, doesn't, has nothing to do with finance. It has to do with wishes, what you want to do. You don't want your family to start fighting for stuff. But what happened, and you need advanced directives. You need to have uh, guidance that what happens if you cannot make the medical decisions? Who's going to make those decisions for you? What if you make the decisions that you remove that stress from someone else? Uh, 
what about your kids? If they are minors, and if you don't have a custody document, those kids might need to go through the foster system until a judge decides. Wow. So all these simple things can be solved in a sim sim very simple way, and that creates foundation. You don't need to be perfect, but you need to create a model in which basically you start adding more and more. It's a, it's a layer cake more or less. Yeah, it, it's something that probably we don't want to think about. What if we're not here? What's gonna happen to our kids? But guys, it's, it, yes, it, it's, it's, a, it's sad to think about it, but you need to consider it. You need to have all those considerations and just be responsible and just contact the right uh, uh, source of information for you to create all uh, state planning a will just as a basic as it can be. Exactly. And, and once you have that, a plan is a plan. Uh, it doesn't need to be complicated. That's the other thing. Sometimes we have the perception a plan needs to be a, a three ring fold of this. No, it doesn't need to be that way. And you need to determine where you want to start. But you need to start. Action is the differentiator because knowledge is not knowledge until you apply it. And, and the idea here is that you need to start applying your plan based on the priorities you have. You need to stabilize your, your finances. You need to protect your family. Then you need to save for the future. And once you have that, you need to actively re review that. And, or you need to, if you're going to pay attention, great. If not, have someone paying attention to your numbers because things change in a down here. That's true. Just okay. keep that in mind. Uh, we cannot control our life. We cannot control what's going to happen next day. With, we're going to work or coming back from work, uh, get a plan. Yeah. Be ready, be prepared. Uh, year is just starting, so today's a great day to start, right? Yeah, and, and sometimes we get overwhelmed with all, all the things, all the moving parts. And then that's why you need to sit with someone that you trust first, that thing is important, and he has knowledge and how to implement that. And then knowing that it's a journey. What I'm saying with that is that Typically, it takes years for me to get with a family getting completely aligned towards the future. And that's what it takes, and it's fine. Not everybody will solve everything at once, and perhaps that's not feasible most of the cases. But if you have that, doesn't guarantee that you're going to be financially independent, but I guarantee you improve your odds of achieving it, which is what you want, isn't it? Yes, improve your chances. That's all that we can do. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's start working today towards your future. Just look at your family. And that's, that should be plenty of motivation, guys. Yes. Right. Well, Dante, thank you so much for uh, oh, joining us pleasure. today. Thank you for having uh, me. You want to give everybody your contact information? Oh, yes, for sure. Uh, again, my name is Dante Crosa, and I'm investment advisor representative with Transamerica Financial Advisors, working here for the last 15 years. Uh, you can contact me at my cell, which is 832-878-6655. Again, 832-878-6655. Six six five five. If you have questions, if you want to have a more detailed consultation, we can do it in person in my Houston, different Houston offices, or we can be perhaps uh, fit something remotely. I look forward to that, and thank you all for the opportunity. You're, You're doing welcome. a great job. I, I like people who are concerned with financial education and taking action on that. Thank you, sir. No, you're welcome, and thank you for joining us. Remember, guys, if you forgot the number, just rewind it. You have it over there. He said it. 10, 15, financial need analysis, Comment, share, subscribe. See you next time. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>